Hey, bud, how you doing? Billy. Yeah, good, thanks, man. Good, how are on? you? Good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, I got you to love right? uh, All right, cool, dude. So first of all, let me get started. So those of you that are watching, thank you for all joining now. I know this is quite a, a big moment for the Sports Finder team, but my name is Michael Savides, and I'm the host of the Sports Finder podcast, which is NFTs in the Arena, where we host athletes from all around the world, gaining real insights into their careers and truly understanding what it takes to become a professional athlete, what it means to actually last at the highest level, and also how they integrate in Web3 into their careers, which is why we have Billy Deb on the show. So Billy, first of all, thank no, you for great, your time. Mate, thanks How for having doing, me. I appreciate it. Oh, of course, of course. So our, our best Billy the Kid Deb, for those of you that do not know, is an Australian professional boxer. Through his illustrious career, I think the two-time world champion holding the RBF featherweight title from 2011 yes. to 2013, as well as also holding the RBO super featherweight title in 2008. So, of course, we really we're grateful to have you on like a boxing icon like yourself on the show. And the reason why we're actually having Billy today is because he's launching his first NFT collection on the Sports Finder Marketplace. So we have three tiered collections in which we'll get into now after I discuss with Billy. So we're effectively allowing Billy's fans now and supporters a chance to actually own a part of unique moments in the time of a true warrior like, him, like Billy himself and actually edging itself in the history of boxing. So Billy, like I normally like to do with our athletes and just before we get into the NFTs, I'd like to ask a couple of questions. Of course, no problem at all. With you. But typically, yeah, typically around the sport of of boxing. So starting off, I'm sure obviously when you were growing up and you eventually got into boxing, there must have been an athlete or a boxer that you looked up to. They didn't even have to be a boxer. Who was the person that inspired you to either get into boxing or to become a professional athlete? Well, like most fighters, the uh, the first fighter that really ever inspired me was uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, he was my first inspiration. But then um, as I got to know boxing and got to know fighters, I discovered Prince Nassim Hamed at the age of 14 and I quickly became obsessed with Prince Nassim Hamed and he, he became my childhood hero and uh everyone um you know everyone knows how great prince Nassim hamed was he was such an entertainer such a flamboyant fighter and uh he was somebody that i definitely looked up to and uh, wanted to emulate nah fantastic fantastic and tell me now so obviously going through the ranks of becoming a professional boxer you're obviously getting introduced to various coaches various trainers along the way is there any particular um person that was like the most influential like influential on your career that actually helped you maybe get to that step of becoming a professional athlete or maybe someone that you can really attribute to some of your success to from the well definitely i mean there's you know growing, growing up and coming up in the game there was everyone played an instrumental part in my career um uh, you know my first trainer his name was rusty penton and he he was a trainer out of the uh, uh sutherland pcyc but then you know shortly after training with um with rusty um uh, you know i found another trainer by the name of harry hamoud who quickly became uh, not just a great trainer but also a father figure for me you know and uh, somebody who was very instrumental in my career and my in my style and uh, my development as a fighter and uh, Harry and I were together for 113 amateur fights and uh, as a professional I was 17 and 0 undefeated under Harry and then um you know just due to circumstances um I needed to move on and um uh, you know I, I ended up training with um Jack Mosley who was uh, again played a very big role um at that time then there was uh, Johnny Lewis and then uh, Brian Wilmot and then, you know, and then finally I connected with Billy Hussain and that's where I've had the most of my success. You know, Billy Hussain and I went on to win the IBF featherweight title together and defended it on several occasions. Um, you know, so 
um, I would definitely say that um, the most instrumental person in my career was definitely um, Harry, who was my childhood trainer, but um, followed by him is definitely Billy Hussain, who I went on to have the most success with. No, I mean, that, that's amazing. And I think it obviously shows the progression of your career as you've got to different milestones. And it's interesting to hear the different influences each person had. So obviously you are two-time world heavyweight, I mean, world champion. Yeah, heavyweight heavyweight, heavyweight champion. Champion. But, um, and, 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 and <laughs> you picked up some weight since I, I, your last fight that I saw. <laughs> uh, but obviously like you competing at the highest level, you going into these boxing um, fights, knowing this guy wants to knock your head off, you want to knock his head off. What does it take? Or what kind of mentality do you actually have to have to compete at this highest level and to actually well, you know, I always, um, uh, I always tried to leave no stone unturned in my preparation. You know, I always went in with the mentality that I was one punch and ten seconds away from disaster, meaning that I could be, that I could be hit and knocked out. You know, if I, um, if I wasn't focused, so I left no stone unturned in my prep. I made sure that I, uh, I tackled every preparation, um, you know, with um, full commitment, and I um, made sure that I gave a hundred and ten percent everything that I did. So. That was what was most important to me. And it kind of actually leads into my next question, Billy. So obviously a lot of our audience, particularly on SportsFinder, on the social media channels, is a lot of younger aspiring athletes across various disciplines. But one thing is for sure, in order to become a professional athlete, it takes a certain kind of discipline, character and regime that one needs to follow. So for like the younger people that are watching, whether they want to be a boxer or any other professional athlete, is there anything that you can maybe, any advice that you can impart on these, onto everyone and maybe share some of the, the, the key traits in which you believe got to yeah, you definitely. to Look, I, I, I truly believe that um, everything in your life starts with a vision. You know, um, uh, if you have a vision and you are clear in your vision, and you know exactly what you want to do, all you need to do is remain consistent. That's the next thing that follows after the vision. Remaining very consistent in your approach, uh, in making sure that you do everything correctly, uh, you know, knowing, working out what it is exactly that you need to do in the, the chosen field that you've chosen to be the best and, and be as committed as you can. So vision, consistency, as much consistency as you can have to remain learning and remain progressing to the top and then eventually the only thing that will follow after that is success and that's that's a given in and i'm not saying that you're going to have the greatest success but you're going to definitely have success to some to some state you know so uh vision consistency success uh, remain um humble remain focused and uh remain driven to achieve the best that you can yeah, no, I think that, that, thank you for that. I think that's wise words. And it, it definitely resonates with a lot of top tier athletes in which I've interviewed in the past and ones in which I've obviously watched online. So having said that now, Billy, I just wanted to get it a bit into the NFT collection. And obviously this is the intention of, of, of this live Instagram video. So for those of you that are watching, Billy, as I mentioned, has dropped his first NFT collection on the Sports Finder Marketplace. We'll be lo uh, dropping the collection this Sunday. And for those of you that um, are into the NFT space and into the crypto space, please look out for that. There's a unique collection in which Billy is dropping. We have the gold collection, the fire collection, and obviously the ice cold collection. So I won't go into too much detail. And Billy, we can chat a bit about the NFT shortly. But the gold collection is obviously seen as the premium, the premium NFT. And the one in which we're going to be obviously selling at a higher price with a limited uh, volume of them, but obviously the most unique out of the three. So the gold collection, the way we see it and the way we've helped Billy describe this NFT is essentially that 
when you think of gold, you think of a champion, you think of a winner, which obviously Billy is evidently is. So considering all the titles he's won, all the fights through his illustrious career, 46 wins, and the way I like to say it is that Billy's gold collection is probably dedicated to not only your illustrious career that you've sculpted for yourself, but also sharing this history and maybe the gratitude like you've spoken about with the fans that have actually helped you achieve your dreams and allowing you to, to actually take, or allowing them now to take part in this unique collection that will be edged in the box in history. And the next one is the fire collection, my personal favorite. And because I kind of resonate with the traits of this NFT. So the fire collection is dedicated to, of course, Billy's pure skill, the grit, the combinations, the desire and the utter determination, which you've just spoken about and that you've actually showcased throughout your renowned career. So I like to see it as the fire in your belly. I'm sure you, you can attest to that, Billy. I mean, when you're in a fight, I can only imagine what you're feeling. But obviously, taking on these professional fights, winning so many fights, taking on po opponents that actually have knocked you down and you getting up and beating them, which is, of course, inspiring for a lot of people. This unique collection is offered now to your fans and your supporters as inspiration. So essentially, we all need that fight. We all Definitely. need to be fighting that good fight. And the last, and the last one now, Billy, we can, I, I got some cool questions for you around the NFTs. But it's mostly the, sorry, now I'm just going to pop up here. Excuse me. Um, the Ice Cold Collection. So Ice Cold, being clutch under pressure. That's the best way to describe being Ice Cold. So Billy, after speaking to people that know you, watching some of your fights, and it is known that you've had somewhat of an ice cold temperament and concentration when you're fighting. And remaining calm in the most heated of exchanges has probably allowed you to fast track your career in this fighting game. So why I like this one now, and it already resonates for a lot of our viewers, is that through the, your ability to move through the ranks and through hero, heroics and achieving these things that you have done, it eventually got you to the point where you had the opportunity to train with the legend Mike Tyson. That alone is something that I do want to ask you about. But before we get into that, that, that interaction and that, that particular chapter in your life led you to sign in with Golden Boy Productions. Those of you that know boxing know how prevalent that company is and how that brand is so dominant in the boxing world. So this collection is now obviously testament to the hard work and the unique skills you have acquired to remain at the top of your game. So Billy, I'm super excited about this. I think you're also super excited about this. The question I have for you is that with dropping your first collection on Sportsminder, it's going to be the first of three tiers, the gold, the fire, and the ice. And obviously offering different utility and value for the fans that will be buying these things. The utility is obviously the inherent value which we're creating through this NFT with your career as the backbone and you obviously as the face of it. You must be excited now that you have the opportunity to actually give back to your fans and give back to your supporters. Yeah, look, man, it's definitely very nice to be able to give back. And uh, obviously they're, they're going to be buying a piece of um you know my history that's what it is so um you know i've had i've had some really really great supporters throughout my career and uh people who have um you know been instrumental in me being reaching the heights that i've reached you know because if it's always just about you you're never going to get there but if it's about other people around you as well that's what drives you to get to that next point in your life to success you know so i'm very very blessed that i had some really great people around me i'm very thankful i'm very appreciative uh, appreciative to everyone who supported the journey and uh as i said you know the journey still continues but this is an opportunity for you guys to get involved and to buy a piece of the history of billy Dead. 
100%, man, 100%. So, obviously, the fans and your supporters will likely be the people, as, as well as NFT collectors, you'll be surprised, Billy, will be purchasing these NFTs. But the nice thing in which I really appreciate from you, and I'm sure your fans will as well, is the giveaways in which you'll be giving to some Definitely. of the people buying the NFTs. So, like, you're going to be doing personal videos, signed gloves, signed hats, and also personal Zoom calls. How important is it for you to, to connect with your Man, fans? I look, I look at it like this. I'm nothing without my fans. You know, it's so important for me that to give back to the fans and that, you know, anytime I'm out with my family or doing whatever and if somebody approaches me, I always give that person the time of day because I am nothing without my fans. Like, Billy Dib equals nothing without the fans, without the support of the people. So, for me, it's all about the people and all about the fans and giving back as much as I can. And, you know, this is just a small thing that I want to give back, you know, the Zoom calls, you know, the signing of the hats, the gloves. You know, it's just a, it's a token of my appreciation for your support. No, Billy, thank you so much. And I mean, my next question was going to be, do you have anything to say to them? I think you nailed that head on. So just for everyone watching again, the, the, the NFT drop will be this Sunday on the Sports Finder Marketplace. Please join our Discord channel to find out any new updates on the drop. And of course, when, once we start to sell these NFTs, we will start to obviously liaise with Billy and to start giving away some of these prizes in which we just mentioned now. This is going to be a lot of demand. So I, I, I would actually suggest a lot of you to get there early when we do the drop. The, there is a limited amount of each tier and each collection. And the inherent value for these NFTs is quite apparent, I believe. So, Billy, before we end off, there's a question I always love to ask the athletes before um, we end off on our podcast. And it's, it's, it's not an unusual question, but it's one in which I actually like to see um, how a person perceives their, their idols, for example. So, if you could have lunch with anyone that's dead or alive, who would that be and why? I have a feeling who you're going to say, but... Let's well, I can not. tell you that um, uh, two of the guys that I'd love to have uh, dinner with, one would be Michael Jordan. Uh, you know, that's from a sporting yeah. field, Michael Jordan. Um, obviously, he's an, he's an NBA player. The other one was Anthony Hardaway, who is also an, an, an NBA player who played for the um, Orlando Magic. He played for the Miami Heat, Phoenix Suns. He's another one of these that I really looked up to as a kid. Yeah. Um, and the other one would be Muhammad Ali. So that's, that's the three that I... You know, because uh, Princess Steve and I are, are good friends and, um, you know, he's, he's, he's family to me. So I can, I'm sure that I could have dinner with him anytime. But uh, three people who I'd love to have dinner with would definitely be Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan and Anthony Hardaway. All right. Okay. So now that we've, we've got done with the whole interview and the, the, everything that I had prepared, tell me about your interaction with Mike Tyson. What is something that actually surprised you about him? Or something that well, you did not expect from him? Because I know he's a very oh man, unique look, you and know, intelligent Mark man. Mark Tyson was a special man. And uh, meeting him was definitely a, uh, a defining moment in my life. I imagine uh, being 21 years of age. And, you know, I'm so thankful to Jeff Fennick. Because without Jeff Fennick, that would have never been made. That would have never come to fruition, you know. Only through the through the uh, kindness of Jeff was that something that happened for me. And, um, you know, meeting Mark Tyson was definitely a, bl a blessing. And um, so many doors opened up from meeting Mike. You know, um, obviously being in Las Vegas and... Um, you know, through through being around Mike and training over there, I, I managed to connect with Golden Boy Promotions, also the La Jolla, Shane Mosley, Bernard Hopkins, and that finally led to me getting signed up to Golden Boy. And um, you know what a, what a journey it was, man. But um, Mike Tyson was a was amazing. He was just fantastic to me. You know, I um at the start it was a little bit difficult because um you know he doesn't let a lot of people in. But once he sort of gained one, once I gained his trust, you know he he became really cool with me. You know, we spent some really cool times together and had some laughs. 
No, fantastic. And I think a lot of people, including myself, are somewhat envious of you. But that's testament to who you are and what you achieve, man. No, it's, it's massive. So, yeah, thank you to everyone that's uh, um, jumped on live. We will be uh, obviously sharing this on our other social media channels. So just to end off, uh, I, do, I do have a bit of information on the NFT. So the gold collection, will, we will be releasing 50 of those. The fire collection will be releasing 75 of those. And the ice cold will be releasing 150 of those, each tiered at their own prices. So guys, please um, look out for the drop on Sunday. And I'm so excited for this. Billy, thank you for your time. Thank you for the opportunity. Do you have any no, Thank you very much. I just want to say, guys, I appreciate your support. And once again, I'm nothing without the fans. So thank you, guys. I, uh, I really, really appreciate the love and support. And, um, you know, check these NFTs out and, uh, you know, continue to show love. God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you, buddy, man. Take care, dude. All right, take care. And for those of you, last thing that are watching, please just like, share, and subscribe on our YouTube and social media channels. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. And yeah, thank you all for joining. I appreciate your time. And please look forward to the next NFT drop we have. Sports Podcast.